after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're here to talk about TV commercials, the good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit, like this. I don't have time to meet someone over the internet. I want to hear their voice and talk. My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Genevieve. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today, we have something that has been um, percolating for a bit now. I'm excited to get to this. You are going to quiz me, um, but you didn't create this quiz yourself. You had some help, if I understand it correctly. Yes, I have uh, none of the technical skills required to have created this quiz, so thank you to uh, listener Clyde for doing all of the work for me. Um, As you know, my uh, my most favorite thing is when someone else produces this show. Yes, I like that too. Um, So you're going to quiz me on something. Now, I know that it's somehow name your tune-ish related, right? Or name that tune. Name that tune. Not name your tune. Not your tune. Right. Right. Uh, You should be able to name your own tune. Yeah, you definitely should. Uh, Do you want to tell me any more about this now, or do you want to wait until we're in the segment, or what? Um, There's not too much more to it, um, but why don't I save it for the segment? You're going to be naming uh, jingles. Okay, sounds good. And then um, also last week on the show, listeners might remember that I promised them a hot, hot jingle action at the end of the show, and we never got to it. We yeah. went so long. With Gus was such a Gus hit. and Phyllis. Yeah, everybody. Uh, boy, the boy, the way. Boy, the way. Boy, the way. Got some really nice responses from alternate from show you. title for last week. <laughs> yes, boy meets podcast. Um, Got some really nice uh, notes from people who really enjoyed hearing Gus on the show. He is he is wonderful and was wonderful on the show. So thanks again for him and Phyllis for being on the show. She was pretty good too, right? Yeah, I guess I mean, so. You know, you know, she's got she's got a lot to learn. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Radio broadcasting. But you know what? She's got a great mentor in <laughs> Gus. Uh, That's right. So before we get into the show, I just want to take a second to talk about that drop we played at the beginning. I don't of the have show. time to meet someone over the internet. I want to hear their voice and talk. Now, Vives, you picked that out. I think I was in the other room and you said, oh, that's a good shit like this for the show. Um, And it's for a, you know, a telephone, I guess, sex line, right? Called Night Exchange. It's for adult companionship. Right. I mean, they make it sound like they're competing with. I mean, there's a lot going on. And this is what I want to talk. Actually, you know what? Let me just play the. Can I just play the full commercial? Just let the people hear. Let's play the full commercial. And then I just want to unpack some things. Having trouble deciding what to do tonight? Well, the perfect place to be is just a phone call away. You can come just as you are. Anytime. And it's always the best party in town. I don't have time to meet someone over the internet. I want to hear their voice and talk. Best of all, it's free to try. You know you want to be where the fun is. Don't miss out on a great time tonight. Pick up your phone. Call now. Try free. Okay, so a couple of things going on, specifically about that line right there. It sounds like they are making it sound like they're competing with online dating services. I feel like this is a very different service that they're providing. But it was ever thus with with phone sex lines, right? Which was they try to imply that if you, um, a lonely single man, call up at one of these 12 numbers that they give Mm -hmm. you, you're going to be connected with someone who's also just a lonely single woman and you just happen to be meeting each other in this, you know, in this format. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but of course they aren't that's not really what's happening at all and these women are first of all the women you're seeing in this ad are not on the end of that line and the women who are on the end of the line are being paid for their time uh, and it's their job to do that right I actually knew somebody in college a girl I had a crush on I don't I mean she sort of knew I existed um, but uh, I thought she was really cool but she also for money did uh, was an operator for a phone sex line for a while or whatever you would call somebody who is taking those phone calls and flirting with guys Okay, now let's go to this drop that you pulled. Because I don't know if this is the reason you find this so funny. I mean, there's a lot of weird, funny things about this. And I don't know if you and I agree on the same exact reason why this is funny. I don't have time to meet someone over the internet. I want to hear their voice. I love the talk. use. Of, I just love the use of the word internet in that sentence. That is funny. I thought about that too. <laughs> not online, not being an app, but on the internet. But also, it doesn't make sense. I don't have time to meet someone over the internet. <laughs> Why is that more time consuming? Why would swiping on an app <laughs> take more time than I need to get to know someone by talking to them on the phone for a while? That's I, not time saving. I think the visuals also add to the hilarity for me because the the scenes that these women are sitting in, are they? I mean, they just look like pretty cheap, you know, West Hollywood porn sets. Uh huh. They're not naked or anything. I mean, they're no, no. They're, they're fully clothed, but the sets just look so cheap. They're not even. They're not even sexily dressed. Not uh, let alone being fully clothed. This woman's just wearing. You know, they're they're all just wearing pants, and this woman's wearing a blazer. Yeah. Um, but there's the sets they're in are so hilarious to me. Yeah, they're just very, very like, soft. If they're trying to imply that these women are in their homes, one of them looks like she's in the house from Beetlejuice during the nightmare scene. Yeah, or <laughs> she's sitting in an office what? chair that's like fuzzy black against somehow? a bright blue lit background and lots of weird black sculptures everywhere. Yeah, and the other one is in a bedroom that's clearly a set bedroom because you can see that there's no actual light coming. There's no like natural light coming through the window. Well, I find the whole thing delightful, and I will be puzzling that out i don't have time to meet someone online I'm, I'm sorry on the internet on the internet i need to talk to somebody for a long time to save time all right let's get to the quiz ladies and gentlemen name that june all right, Veeves. I, I get the impression, though, that this is not a simple quiz where you are going to play for me actual TV commercials, and I have to guess the product. There it is a little like there's wrinkle. There's more musicianship there's, involved. There's a little musicianship and a little wrinkle in here. Um, and this is from listener Clyde, who uh, did this on spec, which I totally uh, respect, Clyde. Thank you. Um, Clyde writes, my procrastination over summer lesson planning for when I return to the classroom in August has led me down a scary path. Hmm. I am slightly embarrassed to send you this, but wanted to give you the, quote, right of verse first refusal <laughs> to use the quiz I created. I would love to know who his backup was. was that's there, a, good, that's was, a good question. Clyde, get back to me about who you were going to offer this to if we didn't take it. Friendly fire? <laughs> that would be a little outside their oeuvre. Um, this, these are 10 famous ad melodies that Clyde has played on the trumpet. Strike that. It is not really a trumpet, but a cornet. He's telling you're not correcting him on he's, his uh, he's, instrument. Yes, okay. he's cor correcting himself. Okay. Um, but as I learned, uh, a cornet is almost the same thing as a trumpet. But these are not trumpet melodies. These are cornet. These are cornet melodies. Yes. Okay. I knew that there's a slight difference because I played trumpet for a while in, what's, in what's school. What's the difference? I don't know. I just know that there is a difference. All right. Is that helpful? Yes. Yeah, so. Are helpful. you glad that I interjected? Yeah. Do you want thank more you. of that? Um, so Clyde was so professional, um, sent us the 10 
wave files of the trumpet, excuse me, cornet melodies, um, and even found the links to the original ads that have the real jingles. But, you know, there's a little bit of difficulty here because sometimes the cornet version, you know, it may it may not trigger the same thing that the that the mm-hmm. instrumentation of the original does. Mm-hmm. And there that's are, why a trumpet is better than a cornet. There are also <laughs> yes, Famous. there are also a few in here that really had me scratching my head. So here's what we're gonna mm. do. You have some hints. You get three points if you guess it without the hint. I like that. You go down to one point if you need the hint. Did you come up with these hints? I came Clive? up with the hints, oh, so no. I actually did some work. That makes here. me more nervous. Um, can I have a pen, please? You can have a pen. That's all. It's all part of the show. It's all, all, this is all. It's all scripted. Okay. I'm reading that from my notes. All right. Well, you sent me these unmarked wave files, right? So I can hit play on this, and then we're off and running, right? That's right. I tried to front load a few easy ones for you. Okay. One last question. Do you think that Clive, in doing Clyde. this, Clyde, sorry, Clyde, in doing this, do you think that he is tooting his own horn? We, I, if only Clyde were here, he could give us a sad cornet sound for that. <laughs> okay. Clyde, can you send us a sad cornet? <laughs> here, here it is. One, two, one, two, three. Oh, give me a break. Correct. I want to give him this. Do you, though? Ooh, I feel some scatting in our future. <laughs> Nice. That's very good. So you have a sense now of Clyde's abilities. Yes. Okay. So I'm giving um, myself a bell there. You're giving me three points on that one. You you're going to keep score over I'm there? I'm going to keep score. This is what All the right. original, this is how it goes with the lyrics. One, two, one, two, three, four. Give me a break. Give me a break. Take me off a piece of that kid. I know that there was an extended cut of this song, yeah. did you? No. So it's kind of one of those second verse, just like the first <laughs> yeah, situations. Right. <laughs> All right, very good. Okay, okay, that was, I feel like you really started off easy on me, right? That's right. So, okay, here is the next one. Uh, let's give it a listen. recognize it though right no i no? don't i want to play it again try it again yeah Do now i'm starting it? to reckon just a little tiny bit is it hint time I think it's hint time. Yeah, otherwise okay. this will go on I'm forever. So exci- I'm, I'm so thrilled that you didn't know this one because my hint is very fun okay. for this one. Incest. Oh, Folgers. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Folgers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's hear the original. looking new and bright. And you're going to start it All right. Oh, 
Sorry. That was in a loop. That was on me. Um, Yes, uh, Clyde sent that one, and uh, it's a very jaunty uh, rendition, I think. I like it. Yeah, I I, I haven't heard that one Yeah, that's very good. That's very good. Okay, so... Uh, Clyde, has he had time to clean out his spit valve as we go <laughs> into um, take, take it away, number track three. number three here? Let's see. sounds really good by the way yeah honestly i mean it's well played um but also it's really well recorded it makes me kind of miss playing the trumpet a little bit it's a really (laughs) nice sound and you played the trumpet i did i played well i played the trombone first Uh and then their parents had to get you off the bass my parents had to get me off the bass clef i believe the quote was it sounds like he's just making farting sounds up there Mm -hmm. um of course in our house we didn't say fart so probably stinker uh, which is worse, right? It didn't it's occur to way me, like, worse. As an adult, that stinker is Fart so, is a, like, such a stinky, harmless word. Right. <laughs> yes. I know. But it's crude. Let me listen. <laughs> Carnival Cruise Lines. No, it's very tricky. Uh, I didn't recognize this one either until I heard the until I heard the original. And then I was like, oh, of course. But it was hard for me to put the words okay. to that melody. Okay. I just love this because it's like how when you take things out of context a little bit, mm-hmm. it changes how you hear it so much. Yeah. Here's your hint. A famous line, a very famous line uh, advertising this product, one of the most famous commercials ever made is part of the ATM, part of our opening montage. Oh, okay. Um, it's n- That's not um, Old Spice, I don't believe. No. Um, I'm kind of really gaming the system here. Well, I, I mean, the, the, hint, is, uh, the hint, not, hint is the information I gave it's you. It's not Budweiser. Um, uh, it's Elka-Seltzer? It is. Do I get the bell? Yep. She's, she's pointing at my bell. That's really? right. Okay, let me. I really need to hear the commercial though because I'm having trouble with this. You ready? Yeah, please. Let's hear this. You worked too hard. You ate too much. The cheesecake made you greedy. Let your aching head and stomach hear this message from Old Speedy. Alka Seltzer, plop plop, fizz fizz. Ah yes. What a relief it is. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Those speedy bubbles relieve your upset stomach okay. and hit it fast. So but we don't play the song in our intro. We just have the... What a relief it is. We, just, relief. we have the guy just saying, oh, I can't believe I ate the whole thing, right? That's right. I see. And that's okay. they don't use the song, I don't think, in that one. That's where the guy's eating like a million like marinara meatball subs or something. Um... And isn't the isn't that one where he wakes up in the middle of the night and he's like, oh, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Like the it came back to him later. Yeah, I think so. But I think there's a part of it where he's eating a bunch of like uh, Italian food. We see the setup. Yeah. I didn't remember. We the might have setup. talked about it actually as a postmodern uh, oh. ad, even though it was well before uh, most ads were being postmodern. Oh, really? Because okay. it's meta. You know, it's like about advertising. Right. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. He's eating all the subs in a shoot for... Okay, gotcha. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I am making this boring, so how about we (laughs) just uh, hit this next one here. And uh, let's see here. I need to refresh. And here we go. (laughs) 
uh, stuck on you. Band aid. It's band aid. Yes. Band aid stuck on it. you. Yes. I all I could hear was new. It uh, was you. I knew it was something, something, <laughs> something. You. All right. Three points on that bad three boy. How many points one. do I have total now? Uh, you have uh, three, four, five, eight. And how many points do I need to win the Walkman? <laughs> um, you need, uh, well, let's see, I guess we're 30 total points, uh-huh. and you needed 28. I was watching a bunch of clips of... So you could of, just do it if you get everything right. From here on from out? From here on out. I uh, was watching a bunch <laughs> of clips of uh, the old TV show Name That Tune, which I didn't realize the big famous one, or at least one of the big famous versions of it, was a British one in the 80s, and that's that intro I played before. Okay. And all of them, uh, I watched like three different ones, and they all, the first prize that they mentioned was you can win up to... Uh, 1,200 pounds. <laughs> and then they say, and fabulous prizes like this. And there was always a piece of um, audio equipment. Like there was one that was a like a phonograph stereo system. The other one was a Walkman thing that wasn't Sony brand. And then they said, and this, our grand prize. And they never named it. It was always just some 80s car that looked like a little Gremlin or, or Yugo or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's why I had a Walkman on my mind. So, okay, so I've got a thousand points right now, and right. I only need 400 more to get the Walkman. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly Good. right. Um, uh, oh, by the way, my hint for this one was going to be I've never seen you willingly avail yourself of this healthcare technology. You've never seen me wear a Band-Aid? I've you always Band-Aids. resist Band-Aids. I don't like band uh, This gets gross because I don't want to talk about it, but I don't like Band-Aids on my feet which is something that came up recently, but I often will put a Band-Aid on my finger, usually after having a little bit too much beer, then cooking in the kitchen, and then cutting into one okay, of my fingers a little bit. so it's just feet Band-Aids. I think feet Band-Aids are the worst. I have almost a feet physical are the best. revulsion because I think, I think of feet them. Band-Aids are the best. I go to a shitty gym, and I go into the locker room, and often on the floor of a shower or just the locker room itself, I will have to avoid people's nasty ass foot bandages that have come off or band-aids that have come off. I see. And You're being the change there, you want to see in the like world. Like an animal and I just, it just gets in my head and the whole thing and I just don't want band-aids near my feet. Well, I don't know what you do when you get a blister. I try not to get blisters. You just suffer. I just live a very, very deliberate life. You just, cut, you just curtail our walks in the park because your shoes got wet. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing that happened. You said, I can't go very far because I'm not oh. wearing socks. And my shoes got wet in the grass. And well, we were just rub, going to have it's lunch. Rub a blister. We were just going to have lunch the other day, and then you're like, "Oh well, we're having lunch in the park because the restaurants aren't <laughs> open." So we, get, I mean, we're just let's litigate this. Sure. And so my plan, so I didn't. If I knew we were going to go on any kind of a walk, I would have put on proper shoes and socks. But. I thought we were just getting lunch, so I didn't. And then we ate, and then you're like, well, we're in the park. Let me show you my favorite bird-watching spots because you're clearly trying to turn me on. And so <laughs> then I was like, okay. Then we walked through some tall grass. My feet were immediately wet, and I said, okay, we can't go too far because I'm not, I wasn't prepared for this. I think that's reasonable. Well, I think that's reasonable. Well, that, that is what happened. Okay. Good I, story, I, though. I, I leave the reasonableness or not uh, to You think to that's listener. not reasonable? No, I I just wish we'd gotten to see my bird watching spot. I mean, we saw some of your bird watching spots, didn't we? Anyway, can we move on to the next one here? Yes. Is this the one that I already played? Oh, oh wait, I no, we I never got to hear I the original band aid. Okay, here, here we, we go. go.
Introducing Band-Aid brand antibiotic bandages with doctor-recommended antibiotic right on the pad for powerful protection against germs that can cause infection. I am back. antibiotic bandages all right was that the fifth one we did so far i think that was five yes okay cool uh, so right uh or was it four four oh okay then i think this is the one that i should be playing next to guess let's see is this right SpaghettiOs, right? Yes. It's SpaghettiOs. You know, I was a little distracted there because it sounds beautiful, and I'm also noticing, and unfortunately, I'm going to be taking away this beauty from our listeners. He recorded these in stereo. This is a really nice sound. I know it's only one instrument, but I'm hearing, like, the space of the room, which is really nice. But, of course, I'm going to mono this all out, and the listeners are going to be mad at me because I didn't get to hear the beautiful stereo. But anyway. trust us that it was very beautiful. Um, yes, it was uh, oh, SpaghettiOs. I'm really impressed you got that yeah. one. Uh, that was not that was when I had to <laughs> I had to go and look it up um, from the from the link. But here's the original. Okay. What do kids say when they're hungry at noon? Uh oh, SpaghettiOs. What do kids say when they pick up a spoon? Uh oh, SpaghettiOs. What do kids say when they wanna eat soon? Uh oh, SpaghettiOs. Serve Franco-American SpaghettiOs with meatballs or sliced franks. The neat brown spaghetti you can eat with a spoon. Uh-oh. 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 SpaghettiOs. I recently had this conversation on TBTL and with you in this house, Genevieve. Um, not on TBTL, but we were not a uh, Franco-American family. We were very, very much a chef boyardi. Boy- or boyardi. As we later learned, originally <laughs> called Chef Boyardi family. Well, it's funny you say that. That was my hint. You recently, because uh, you had recently gone out and gotten a can of Chef Boyardi, right? Yes, because I it had been a while. We've been talking about it. Yeah. Like how we, because Franco American had a a more acidic flavor to it. I okay. didn't like the way it tasted or smelled. Yeah. Well, that's a real deal breaker for food. But then I went out. <laughs> <laughs> The texture was perfect. The mouthfeel was great. How's the mouthfeel on those spaghettios? Pretty good. That was a they they after they went with uh oh spaghettios, but the runner up was it has a great mouthfeel. I'd love to hear all those little kids with their little lisping like kid voices. It has a great mouthfeel. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, okay, one more. Uh, not one more. We have several more here, several but I'm, I'm going to uh, play this one here for myself. Let's see how this is. <laughs> at the very end oh my gosh that's not rice aroni is it it is not okay um i didn't say that uh no i think i need a clue then i don't i don't if i give a wrong answer i think you got to give me a clue and uh, knock yeah. me down to one point at i the think best. so too uh, although i don't i don't know if you'll get this with the clue um this is a commercial we've talked about on this show it's a classic and it features a pied piper like figure leading a parade of children 
Is it the Jolly Green Giant? No, it is food, but it's I think food. I'll give you one okay. more guess here. Um, a Pied Piper leading a bunch of children to a secret location. Yep, yep. That the kids can never tell their parents about. That's right. Boy, the 80s were a bad time. This is probably earlier than the 80s, though. I'm guessing this is a 60s thing. It's a black and white ad. Here, all right. Let me just listen one more time. I'm going to picture the Pied Piper. Let's see. Because this is a great rendition. I recognize this one. Okay, hold on. I just want everybody to know. Genevieve, in order to encourage me to get the right answer, started doing a little dance. <laughs> and I, I, it wasn't just a dance like you're in the moment. I could tell you were, you were encouraging me with your dance, which I appreciate. <laughs> I know this. I don't know, man. All right, let's go to the tape. Let's go to the tape. Boy, that bums me out. I really wanted this that walk, me out. I know. Let's go. Let's hear it. Hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. Yeah. What kind of kids eat armor hot dogs? This commercial is wild. When you were telling me about this, I was one. I almost said Oscar Mayer, and I'm like, no. With chicken pox love it's definitely not Oscar Mayer. I would have never remembered armor. Yeah. It's just a guy, you know, like a white, uh, whoops, a uh, white hot, like a white hot dog man, you know, like sort of like an ice cream man outfit, uh, but like from a hot dog stand. Sure. And he's leading a bunch of like a hundred kids on over, like over a big little, over a big hill, hillside, and they're like in a parade following him, like he's mm-hmm. the the hot dog pied piper. Yes. Is he playing? Um, a, a hot dog like a flute. No, he's not doing that. Um, but he's definitely like right sort of there. you know conducting them. Sure. All right. No, I would have n- never even remembered the brand Armored. All frankly, right. so I don't no. feel too bad about that. No, no love on that have one. Have you ever had an Armored hot dog? Armored or Armor? <laughs> Just Armor. Okay. Uh, I don't think I've had an. I, well, who's to say? I mean, there's. I've eaten a lot of hot dogs in my life. Yeah. I mean, I. But can't, it's not a brand that you're. It's not one that I've especially sought out um, when I'm purchasing a hot dog. Um, So, no, I don't, like, have a particular affinity for it as a brand. One of the big problems, not to get super serious here, is often... um, the army will have a bunch of extra armored hot dogs. And they, they just sell it to the local police uh, <laughs> departments at like very, very yeah. cut rates. The militarized hot dogs. Yeah, and uh, then you just have, all, you have real all these armored hot dogs uh, on the streets of Seattle. Okay, and that was how we got canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, number seven. No, okay. Sorry, no, no points on that one. Boy, oh, man. I will tell you what. If you get this one with, I no, get the Walkman with no hint. You get the whole shebang. I get, get the car get and the, the Walkman. Car, you get the stereo. You get the Walkman. Okay, wow. Okay. Woo, do I get the 1,200 pounds? And the 1,200 pounds. I'm putting on 1,200 pounds. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. That's so short. I just when you start to think, oh, maybe I can get... I can grasp it. I'll, it I'll be away. honest with you. I have never heard this jingle before. Now, it is a product that I'm familiar with. Hmm. Um, so this is your hint. And I'll tell you, I had one of these as a as a kid. If a toy maker and Dr. Moreau collaborated on a toy, 
this doll might be the result. Hmm. Well, I know, the only thing I can think of is that freaky Cabbage Patch Kid pet thing that I had as a kid. That, that was also, very that, Dr. Moreau. That would also be very Dr. Moreau-like, but this is something else. I'll bet you I don't even know this product. You may not. I'll play this for you. Okay. I'm standing by whenever you're ready. Here's Happy Monchichi Girl Doll Puppet. Smile, you've got hmm? me. Here's Happy Monchichi Boy Doll Puppet. Rainy day, I'll play. Smiling Happy Monchichi. What is it, Monchichi? Happy Mon- Monchichi Girl Doll Puppet and Boy Doll Puppet, each sold separately, new from Monchichi gender is just a construct. Yeah, so so gendered. Um, so Monchichi was, I didn't have the puppet version, and mine, I don't recall it being particularly gendered, but they're like a little doll that's humanoid, but it has like a furry head and sort of monkey-like features. Mm. Um, and I was fascinated with it as a kid. Like there was something very appealing or fascinating about these munchies. Oh, God, yeah. damn, <laughs> I'm looking it. at them. No, no, no. So they're, no. They, were, they were a freaky toy, but I remember my munchichi um, fondly. I'm looking at one here that looks like it's kind of middle-aged because the hair, <laughs> can you see like, this? Oh yeah, you can see gray. my screen, right? <laughs> yeah. A middle-aged Manchichi. Oh, this is a boy hot spring. Oh, I see. Oh, the, this one. This one is a Japanese, like Japanese garb. They may have this one. This is a Mattel product, but okay. it may have originated in Japan. It I wouldn't wonder, surprise me. I wonder. Okay, that's really interesting. You know what I saw in the store a couple of times just since last week's episode, and now I have. Um, it's like the type of thing I probably have seen a million times would have told you I had no idea what it is, and now I see it all the time, are, are trolleys, the candies yeah. that Gus was telling us about. Yeah. I don't know if they still make munchichis, um, but I bet you mine is uh, moldering away somewhere yes. in my parents' house. Here's one of it sucking its own toe. Have you seen this? <laughs> Vintage thumb-sucking munchichi monkey bunny. It says thumb, but that's clearly the foot. Um. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're, you know... They have what is it called when they're when you have like prehensile toes? I guess that's the term I'm looking for. That's the term. Yeah. Wow. Um, Okay. So sorry, no points on that. But honestly, I was prepared to give away the whole game on that because that one was by far the hardest. Okay. Wow. I really wanted the whole game. But okay. So we have three more. Is there any way I can redeem myself? Should we just quit? Like yeah, let's just quit. Like just just, quit quit the whole podcast. Let's just do a different show. (laughs) What else are you interested in? Okay. Here's another uh, song. Well, this is what you're getting at before at the beginning of this game. I know that song. You, you do very much. Very yeah. much. I was singing along with it. I was. We, it was kind of like a duet with me and Clyde. Mm-hmm. You knew what was coming t- tonally, but you can't but think what of the are they words. Trying, what are they trying to sell me And if you here? could just think of one word in this. this is a, it's a food? Mm. In a way. This isn't the hint I was going to give you, but I will tell you if you could think of one 
word of this song, you would know the answer. That's not a hint. What is the hint you were going to give me? All right. You ready for it? Yeah. They ask for it by name. Ask for it by name. They ask for by it by name. Menon. Nope. <laughs> um, they ask for it by name. I, I don't know. I'm. This is giving me a bad feeling because I know. <laughs> like, this is the one that's going to break gonna, me. It's going to break yeah, your heart. Yeah, yeah. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What is this? Dun, 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 meow, 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 meow. The lyrics are meow. The lyrics are goddamn meow. That's, that's not. Yeah, that should have been the easiest one. Right, of course. Meow Mix comes in two varieties, original and seafood meals. We used to get Meow Mix. I used to love the bag uh, design of Meow Mix. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was like spelled out maybe in cat's tails. Or no, no, just in cats. Oh, is that? Yeah, I think you're right. Like the logo. Mm -hmm. As a kid, it was very appealing to me. I remember I liked the commercials too. That 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 kills me. Yeah, what, that's that's rough, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't right. even think I get the Walkman anymore. All right, two more to go here, and they're getting increasingly hard because Meow Mix shouldn't have been that hard. Actually, I didn't. I didn't. I tried to sprinkle the hard ones in okay. around. That's smart. Okay, here's uh, one. Well, we got two more here. Gonna hit play on this one. Come on, come on, Walsh, you're better than this. Everybody loves a, a logo. Um, slinky, it's slinky, it's slinky. Everybody like, do you know why I said everybody loves a logo? Oh, I don't know. Is it because the hint is you could get this toy or just get a log? Yes, exactly. That's a Ren, a Ren and Stimpy. But talk about, like my brain first had to go to Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, that's my first association too, weirdly. Okay, so you you dial up the um, slinky one there. I'm going to look up the log one unless you've already got that. I don't too. have the log I, one here, yeah. but here's slinky. Okay, let's take a listen to this. <laughs> Who walks the stair without a care and makes the happiest sound? Bounce up and down just like a clown. Everyone knows it's Linky. The best present yet to give or get. The favorite all over town. The hit of the day when you're ready to play. Everyone knows it's Linky. It's Linky, it's Linky. For fun it's the best of the toys. It's Linky, it's Linky. The favorite of girls and boys. Everyone wants a slinky. You ought to get a slinky. And boys and girls, more fun with slinky pull toys. Slinky caterpillar, slinky train, slinky hippopotamus. Everyone wants a slinky pull toy. That's great. Now here is the Ren and Stimpy version. What rolls and pears, come on around pears, rolls over your neighbor's dog. Let's wait for a snack, it's on your back, it's love, love, love. It's love, love. It's Log from Blamo. Ren and Stimpy really I didn't get deep into the Ren and Stimpy verse, but man, it was truly a unicorn, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was it was something very special. Yeah. Okay. Right, you've got I'm one just more you've got one more uh, clue here, and I will tell you you have fourteen points. So if you get if you need the hint, if you can get it with the hint, 
you'll break even at 15 out of 30. Okay. If you can get it without the hint, and uh-huh. I think you should. Yes. You'll have better than, you'll be batting over 500 here. Are you shooting on me? I think you should. Um, that's an expression that I've always hated. I heard, I don't, we've talked about that off air a lot. I don't know if <laughs> I would be sort of surprised if it came up on the show. But do you know that there is now a commercial campaign that is all about shooting on yourself? For whom? It is for, I believe, a low calorie ice cream. <laughs> I'm looking this up. Uh, and it really drives me crazy. Yeah, um, it's Halo Top. Oh. Once again, Halo Top Halo makes an appearance. Oh, yeah. Do you want some of this? Oh, yeah. Okay, see, this is a problem because this one, the one I always hear, I believe, is on the radio. I see. Uh, and this one has dynamic text, but it's a woman who is uh, dancing around in her underwear in her house. She's a bigger woman, and she's eating ice cream and things like, I should work out more. And I should eat more salad. I should eat more salad. We have a lot of balls coming at us with that, with their shitty-ass low-calorie ice cream. How about I should not worry about that and just eat ice cream that tastes good? Sorry. Yeah, that is, I just, a, no, I just, that is a really good point. I just point. think Halo Top is, is the worst of those kinds of ice creams. But also, are they arguing against themselves there? I think they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. You know, they're like, they're trying to be empowering and, um, you know, like, we're not just about body shaming and, and you know, count calorie counting. Sure. Um, because that's like sort of, you know, that's the tone of the moment. Um, but I think it, it clashes with their actual utility of their thing, which is you want to sit down and eat a whole pint. Yes, and it does sort of feel like that stop shooting on yourself should go with something that isn't necessarily right, like, low-calorie. Get just at, like, like Ben and Jerry's can use yeah, that if they want yeah, to. Yeah, or any kind of the luxurious, like, you deserve it kind of sure. things. That's interesting. Okay, I've stalled enough. Um, Last one. You've got go, this. You I know said, you do. Don't shit on me, but let's take a listen to this. Oh, yeah, I've been waiting for this one. Oscar Mayer. <laughs> you got it. I knew there was no way here will let play. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I, when you mentioned hot dogs earlier, early, I don't know, very early in this game, I realized, oh, that is the most iconic. That's why I it's, saved it's it for gotta, the last. It's got to be in here. Yeah, it's Clyde, I, you appearance. probably noticed, Clyde, that I reordered a few of these because I wanted to um, end on a high note, if you will. Here we go. Class attention. Forward march. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer wiener. attention to the story of this little commercial this mm-hmm. little ad this the uh, what you're what you're hearing there is a bunch of little cartoon children they're sort of animated in the slightly in the style of peanuts it's not peanuts but you know roughly that style of drawing and and movement and they have like a little parade of kids singing i wish i were an oscar meyer wiener and then one contrarian kid who sings the opposite i'm mm-hmm. glad i'm not an oscar meyer wiener 
And then the little girl who's leading the parade of, of would-bees kind of gets in his grill, uh, pun intended, oh. and, uh, and kind of like gives him a stink eye. And then he, he like gulps and turns around and joins the mob. So this to me is like really about mob rule. Wow, about bullying. Bullying and mob rule, yes. Yes, those classic 1960s commercials where girls were beating up on boys. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so I think I got that one not only without a hint, but within three. What was the three note rule? Didn't you say that if I <laughs> get no, one within three notes, I win it all? No, there's no I, three you note said rule. That. I said you would get better than 500 and you you indeed did. You got 17 out of 30 possible points. Well done, my friend. Well, well done to Clyde for real. That yeah, was that beautiful. was incredible and that fun. That was fun. And now I'm going to buy a trumpet. Or cornet. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. Okay, Veeves, I'm a little bit mad at myself right now because um, this first commercial uh, that I want to play for you is um, from Liana. She posted it to our Facebook page. And. Um, I haven't. I was gonna play this last week, and we ran out of time. And now I don't remember the details as well as <laughs> I wish I did. But this might be less of a problem, more of a blessing, because <laughs> I know that this commercial really confounded me and had me at the edge of my seat because I couldn't figure out what they were selling. Okay. I mean, I'll tell you straight up. This is um, fr from the Iceland Tourism. Board, right, so you, and this is a commercial that's airing right now. So presumably they're selling, I guess, visit Iceland. Are we even allowed to? Why would they that, show that to Americans? Okay, thank you. That's my internal voice, right? Is so it just to like, is it just to laugh at us? I think so. So here's what I'm going to do. It's a one minute commercial, and I'm going to set it up a little bit generically here. Um, but we're going to see a bunch of people who are trapped in their homes, feeling very much the. Uh, malaise of being quarantined for so long. We see people like laying in bed, just scrolling aimlessly through their phone and just looking miserable, reading the news, hearing all of the bad news. A guy's cutting his own hair in the bathroom and everybody just looks generally miserable. And I'll, uh, I'll let it start from there and then we'll kind of talk it through as it plays. I'm dying to get your reaction to this. There's the hair cutting. Channel flipping. Playing a damn puzzle. <laughs> Finally, one of the people, this woman who's just like watching the news in bed, just screams, right? As you heard. And now suddenly she's transported to a beautiful scene outdoors in Iceland. By a waterfall. Her whole couch is there. So now we're seeing all of our characters screaming, and they're all in Iceland. The guy who is like just wearing nothing but a bath towel, cutting his own hair, is suddenly like in the middle of um, you know some sort of plane in Iceland, holding his own hair and just screaming. We see some guy whose birthday was ruined by the pandemic. He's holding a crappy birthday cake and screaming. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're seeing beautiful shots of the country. Just beautiful. And the text says, you've been through a lot. Looking for the perfect place to let it all out? Looks like you need Iceland. 
Oh, I see. They invite you. They invite you to record your scream. Yep. And then they're gonna play. They'll somehow do some sort of promotion where they play everybody's uh, I wish I were in Iceland and not this shitty country screen. <laughs> you go to lookslikeyouneediceland.com. You record yourself screaming, and then they promise that they're going to put these um, very stylish speakers around the country and let your screams out in Iceland. How it's terrifying just, for Icelanders. Yeah, well, true. I mean, they, they seem to, <laughs> they're not putting them under people's beds, luckily. It looks like they're out in the, in the wilderness, but... Um, it's such a smart way. I mean, I think it's so smart to come up with some crafty campaign that people that keeps people engaged with the idea of your country or your tourist destination and not just like laying low and being like, well, we'll advertise when, when yeah. things are better, but like keep us front of mind. Get because people eventually... thinking about that trip to Iceland that they're going to yes. take. And Iceland also does. I mean, I know so many people who've been to Iceland because Iceland is always putting out like is always getting somehow like a $99, you know, fare from not really, but you're like super cheap, like a hundred and really, really cheap fares from like New York to Iceland direct. They have um, really uh, been strategic about their tourism because they just, they want to get you there. And then once Uh you're there, you know, there's a lot to do. Um, So people love Iceland and it is often very cheap to fly there if you look for deals. And this really works on me. Like I'm not a big travel person, but this makes me want to go to Iceland. It's just like so beautiful and spacious. I've only ever heard that it's amazing. I'm also taking a screen cap of this guy in his towel out in the middle of nowhere screaming at his hair if you happen (laughs) to want to use it for the Facebook page. I'll use it for the show pic. You know, a couple of people were tweeting this at us. Did you see that Mandy Patinkin tweeted out his very first commercial this week? No, I... I missed that until until we were doing the show prep. So this is a note from Alexis who says, Mandy Patinkin posted this commercial on Twitter today. He says it's his first commercial. I love everything about it and I needed to share. I love the effects, the copy, the acting. Well, of course, it's Mandy Patinkin. Now, have you watched it now? No. Okay, so do you know the story of... Oh, Walsh, how are you messing this up? Is it, is it Earth <laughs> Angel? What's the famous Torch song that ends up where a teenager dies? Oh, you're gonna have to be more specific. Um. Anyway, what we see, it'll the commercial will explain, but what we see is a very, very young Mandy Patinkin who's dressed up like a 1950s style greaser. I'm assuming that this commercial probably came out in maybe the. I'm not sure when this commercial would have come out because how old is Mandy Patinkin? It's it's in color. It seems like it's a it's throwing back to this 1950s vibe. Mm-hmm. There was a, sort of this retro movement, I think, in the late 60s, early 70s that threw yeah, back. Yeah, I feel to like that, that he's a little Shana young Nava to have been an adult performing in the 50s. So yeah, I I think so too. But anyway, so we see the scene is he's outside of some malt shop. It's like 1950s style, and he is like a ghost of a teenage greaser standing outside of the malt shop. Just just listen to this. Hi, I'm Teen Angel. Teen Angel. You probably heard about what happened to me and my short back in 57. Well, ever since then, I've been haunting this here malt shop because it's where I used to hang out, you know? That used to be my booth right there, where I'd sit all day drinking colas with Betty Lou. Most of the kids now, though, drink this Uncola 7-Up. Of course, we could have drunk 7-Up, too. But in them days, we figured having 7-Up with your hamburger was like wearing a bicycle clip on your chinos. We thought nothing could beat out of cola. Well, we was wrong. 
Seven up the young cola is really with it. It's Nowsville, man. <laughs> and then the ghost just walks away down the street. Oh my god, he's transparent through the whole thing. And how much did he, they lean into the idea of how good cola is with a Coke and yeah, or with a burger and, in the how, middle of it? How uncool Seven Up was. You could have done a lighter touch on the yeah on the selling of your competition there. I feel like. We thought it was like getting stuffed into a locker when you're yeah. a 98-pound weakling. Yeah. We thought it was like getting sand kicked in your face <laughs> by Annette Funicello's boyfriend. <laughs> I, I love this. There's so much to love about this. But also, the thing that really is sticking with me and the thing that I think I love the most is one of the top comments under this. And it's only got like 200 likes or something. I mean, it looks like you know, 14,500 people liked Mandy Patinkin's tweet. But some guy... And I'll show this to you in a second. Let me set it up, though. Some guy posted a screen grab <laughs> of uh, Don Draper in a pitch meeting, kind of classic <laughs> Don Draper. And he's holding his hands up. He's pitching something. And I'll scroll down here and show you. And on the whiteboard, he photoshopped it. So it just says, dead Teen sells soda. <laughs> and you have Don just looking like a little like kind of pompous and be like, go with me here on oh this. God, I yeah. love that. So that's my, uh, by the way, that is somebody who tweets under uh, Jacob A. Blackwell. If you're hilarious. interested in following that person. Oh my God, that is wild. <laughs> I love that Manny Patankin like, you know, somehow found this or it came across his his desk for the first time in however many years and he was like oh the world needs to see this piece of art that was so great. I mean it also helps that he's just such a lovely man he I is. mean he's just have you ever seen the clip of him it went viral I think years ago where he was on some kind of be sorry but some sort of like bs morning you know chat show on, on tv talking about some I think maybe like the latest season of homeland or whatever it was and He's being interviewed by a man and a woman, the two hosts of the show, and the man says, you know what, I gotta go. Uh, my wife is having a baby, and it's happening now. Like, he literally did get the news. It wasn't fake. Um, and Mandy Patinkin's like, what? And and he, the guy zips off the uh, off the screen, and the other host is like, yeah, no, this is a real thing. Like, we knew that um, it could have happened today. We didn't think it was going to, but, you know, here it is. Now, let's go back to Homeland. And Mandy Patinkin's like, no, 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 no. We're not going back to talk about Homeland. Whatever, it's good. It's on Showtime. But, like, what's going – his wife is having a baby wow. right now. And he kind of goes down into it and has some questions. She answers them, and then she says, so now – this new Homeland, he's like, I don't want to talk about Homeland anymore. I want to hear about your coworker who just raced off. He just kept coming back to it. And you get the impression that that is his thing. He just puts other people first. That's amazing. Um, it's it, so funny. It didn't he, seem like an act either. It seemed like he was just literally interested in it. Even as a, even whatever age he is supposed to be in this commercial, he's supposed to be playing, you know, a teen. And I don't know how old, he probably wasn't really a teenager, but some people in their 20s can convincingly play a teenager, but he just never looked like a teenager. No, he came, he, I mean, he's got that broad jaw. Yeah, he looks like a, like a middle-aged man. I mean, a handsome middle-aged man, but a middle-aged middle-aged, well, really. certainly not a teenager. Yeah, an yeah. adult man with a, you know, with the, the slick back hair and everything, but yeah. he looks, I mean, I just, I think it's hilarious. And it's a crazy commercial in a lot of ways. I also think he's like weirdly cast in it. 
Okay. Uh, moving on here, Bill posted something to our Facebook page. It is a commercial for a product that I just recently learned about by uh, uh, going into the grocery store. I was in the cereal aisle. We've been buying a little bit more cereal during quarantine, and I guess I just never noticed before, because I'm not often shopping for cereal, that there is a product called Oreo O's, which... As soon as I saw it, I took a photo of it in the store and sent it to you. This is like, what, a month or two ago. Um, and I was just like, I, we're not even pretending. I mean, wh- were we ever? You always had Cookie Crisp. But yeah. there's something about the genericness of Cookie Crisp. But this is literally just sounded like, oh, yeah, we're going to take Oreos, branded Oreos. We're just going to shrink them down. We're going to give them Crumble to kids. Crumble them up with a little milk. bit. Yeah, because you're eating Oreos at night with milk. Like, what is the difference <laughs> exactly. if it's in the morning? You're just giving your kids dessert. So, Bill. No, I mean, to be fair, I, I am, you know, working my way through a box of Cocoa Krispies. That is true. For quarantine. That is, I mean, there are sugar cereals, but like in a certain way. Um, but this is, there is something beyond the pale The fact that this. it's Oreo brand, yeah. you know, like. It's like, it's just candy. I mean, it's like, why don't they make like, you know, Kit Kat, Kit Kat for Kit, breakfast. Kit Kat cereal. Okay, so yeah. let's take a quick listen to this commercial. Um, we see a, uh, a guy bringing breakfast in bed to, I assume, it's been a while since I've seen this. I assume to his partner who is, uh, she's just waking up. It's a 15 second commercial. Take a listen to this. I just had a dream that I had a big bowl of Oreo O's cereal. Well, I guess all your dreams are coming true. Well, not all of them. Oh, there we go. Now, suddenly, um, her, you know, fine, somewhat nerdy-looking boyfriend whips his head back, and suddenly he has these long, flowing locks like uh, the cover of a romance novel. It's not a dream. It's Oreo O's cereal. Actually, that actually sounds like it might be, like... The person might have an accent. I wonder if this is from the U.S. Yeah, I think it is. The, the characters seem to be American. Yeah, and who did that? The woman um, who's getting breakfast in bed reminds me of somebody so much, and it's she's driving like a me pretty, crazy. Le- prettier Lena Dunham. No offense, a Lena little Dunham. bit like Lena Dunham. Yeah, you know what? I think somebody on Facebook said that too. Now here's the deal. I'm not going to. I'm not going to mince my words here. Uh, Bill knows I love him, but um, I don't know what he was talking about in his post. <laughs> he, has, he says like he has some secret theory about uh, who this was marketed towards, but he didn't really explain it. Um, so whatever. I, but I'm glad to have seen this because I wanted to bring this up with you because I sent you this this photo of this box of Oreo O's in in the grocery store. Um, and, you know, I just said something hacky like, oh, I guess we're not even pretending this is breakfast anymore or something. You immediately wrote back with what I thought to be a much keener observation, which is, well, do you want to explain it? Oreo O's is the worst sounding name. You have the O right in the name. Yes. Call it Oreos. Obviously. And just make it O-R-E dash capital O-H, so you get the, you, you emphasize so, that you it's change like the Cheerios, name. Exactly. Oreos. Yeah. yeah. And then Oreos is, is awful. And it is, you, I didn't even think about the connection. It was, yes, yeah, like Cheerios, you have that kind of built in Yeah, thing. it sounds like cereal. It's such a bad decision. It's such a terrible decision. I almost wonder if there was some reason they couldn't call it that. I wonder, legal or they didn't, they wanted to differentiate from the cookie just a little bit more. I guess, although that doesn't seem, that seems like it's working against you. I mean, what people like is the cookie. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I am worried about running too long again uh, today, though. Sorry, I know we had a lot of cornet to get through. Yeah, what time is it now? Do you know? Oh, it's jingle time. Head council, it's jingle time. Hey. 
Hi, Andrew and Genevieve. This is Eddie from Texas. How are you doing? I've been wanting to call you a long time for this particular jingle, but I was never able to actually find the original jingle because it's from the 1970s in South Dakota. So it may be lost to time. But back when I was a kid in South Dakota, there was a um, a local brand of meats called Rushmore Meats because of Mount Rushmore, obviously. And so Rushmore Meats, the logo was a big blue fancy R, 1970s R. I just remember part of the jingle that always kind of amused me, a lot more now than it used to as a kid because I didn't really get it. So I just want to sing a little bit of the jingle for you from Rushmore Meats, early 1970s in South Dakota. It's big and blue and says to you, eat me, I'm Rushmore. Have a good night. <laughs> Eat me, I'm Rushmore is some great shit like this. Uh, that I is, wish we had the original. I could not find it anywhere. I didn't, I mean, it sounds like Eddie did a lot more digging than I did, but I, I couldn't find anything. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure it's lost the time, but I'm glad it's preserved um, even in this format. Yeah. Um, okay, along those lines, now let's hear from Corinne. Hey, guys, it's Corinne, and uh, I am not a car person at all, but I was loving the Chevy Citation talk. Now, my dad was uh, kind of a cheapskate. He would say frugal. Uh, so when it came to cars, he was definitely a buy-used, save-the-difference kind of guy. I am pretty sure he only bought one new car in his lifetime, and it was the brand-new, hot Chevy Citation. That's right. Poor guy. The only new car he ever bought was noted lemon uh, Chevy Citation. There's a reason you don't see those cars anymore. So that's just uh, bouncing around in my mind today. And also, this song is bouncing through my brain now. <clears throat> Chevy Citation. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, this is again was a couple of weeks ago. I think I looked up that jingle and couldn't find it. Did we already... Here, let me just try this. See if I'm right about this. Maybe it's on the end of this one. Chevrolet demonstrates the two sides of Chevy it. Citation. It's a new Chevy kind of compact. Chevy Citation is compact enough to fit into three quarters of a parking space and offer gas mileage estimates you'd expect from a smaller car. But inside, Citation has mid-size room for five adults and station wagon utility. The first Chevy of its this could be the car you've had in mind. <laughs> there it is. I guess I just didn't put a link in the show sheet, but yeah, that's great. I gotta say, I guess it was a lemon, and you're right. It I looks never, cool. I had never heard of it before, and there must be a reason that they're not uh, rolling around today. Even you know, a, a couple old vintage ones. But it is a cool looking car. Yeah, it is. Look at I all those love groceries. the way it looks, and I, I love that hatchback. I mean, I, I love a good hatchback that looks small but actually does fit people. So it must have been something wrong with the, the workings of it. The guts, the gutty works. The gutty works. All right, let me play one more voicemail for you here. Hi, y'all. How's it going? It's Dan from Miami. I um, So I heard, I've been meaning to send you this jingle for the longest time. It's a local car ad jingle. And it's really just the very end of the commercial. And last week when you were talking about local car ads, I thought, I really got to send this. So the part, it, it's it's sung by this um, 
Latin. Um, she, she's very famous down here. Her name's Albita. Um, she's a, a Latin singer. And she just sings this little thing at the end. And it goes like this. Pegadita al internacional. <laughs> it's really hard to sing, actually. <laughs> All right. Love the show. Take it easy, guys. Stay safe. Bye. So Daniel sent us along a few links to go along with this. Um, a couple of commercials that features this little sting at the end. I actually think he did a pretty good job with that, by the way. When yeah, you hear the original, you'll hear that he got it. Um, assuming that that's not, that he in Spanish is not his first language. Um, this is a commercial. It seems like they really seems like these are kind of classic there now. So you have some older ones that have more kind of the dust of age on them, but the sound quality on those are really rough. So here's a very modern one, um, and it's weird. We see a couple of middle-aged parents sitting on their couch, uh, and their daughter, a young woman, I think we learned specifically that she just graduated from college, comes running in. The name of this commercial is Dad. Um, and there's a little skit you'll hear. None of that is really related to what we're here to talk about, and you'll hear the little sting jingle thing at the end. Dad, 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 Mom. Yes. I bought a new car today. What? Without my help? Yes, I went to Esterman International, and they listened to me. Dad, I told them I'm a college graduate, and they qualified me without anyone's help. She's so smart, <laughs> just like her mom. Thanks, Mom. If it's your first car, just graduated, or just arrived, we have a finance program for you. There it is. Pegadito International Mall. I can't do it. Um, and uh, Daniel also sent us a link to an article a buddy of his had written for the Miami New Times. His name is Kyle Munzenreiter, saying a Grammy Award winner. Uh, it was a roundup, by the way. This article was a roundup of kind of uh, classic commercials in this area. Uh, Grammy Award winning singer Albita took South Beach by storm back in the 90s with her deep voice, Cuban beats, and uniquely androgynous look. She entertained celebrities. Madonna in particular was said to have taken a keen liking to her, and she went on to a run on Broadway in The Mambo Kings. Now to a younger generation of Miamians, she's known only as that lady with the fire red hair who comes on at the end of Esserman International car dealership commercials to sing that jingle that you won't be able to get out of your head for a few days again that was from the miami new times well so, i like it yeah i like I it didn't too. love the acting of the family you didn't think that was great you didn't think that was award-winning acting i didn't think it was award-winning acting i found it distracting that they were all dressed in various shades of blue like they yeah. are in a family but also maybe a cult it reminded yeah like or, or that they all work at best buy right it, it really had a, we all work at best buy kind of vibe with a very very low budget pornographic yes. kind of yeah, uh, production feel. quality to Absolutely. it. I didn't love that part either, Genevieve. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right, we better get out of here. So, Vives, can you give the phone number? Because we apparently have taken it out of our template. I'm scrolling through many, many. <laughs> it is sh- oh, here it is. 607-444-5597. You can call us. You can leave us a jingle like these fine people did. You can see how much everyone enjoys it. Uh, or call and leave us a story about an ad that um, that you remember or that you're noticing now. Uh, you can also email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail and visit us on the Facebook group where it's lots of fun. It is lots of fun and a lot of um, 
a lot of content is coming from that Facebook Lots, group. So. yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Been on the track. Call me Doodle Vic. Cool, cool, cool AD. Nothing new to the kid. What can you do to the kid? Totally stupid and sick. No scruples. Cool man. Ice cream. Scooping it. You can't sell.